All right, we're back. In the final segment here, we are going to talk about the big debate tonight. And we're going to get into the details of what that might mean, what the candidates are hoping to accomplish. But first, we have to acknowledge that our own Marie Osborne is the winner of a great AWC Clarion Award for the Association for Women in Communications for a wonderful story you did uh, back when, well, it was the beginning of the Ukraine war. Yeah, 2022. So it was in uh, February, March when the when the um, war started. So we, you know, and what what made this a special story for me personally was that we were still working from home. So it made reporting a little difficult. Oh, very but, difficult. Yeah. So we, um, uh, I developed this series of reports talking with people from the Detroit area who had some connection to the war in Ukraine. And they just talked about their perspective on the war. We we talked to a young uh, photographer who a uh, Pulitzer Prize winning photographer for The Washington Post, who was taking the most amazing photographs. Uh, his name is Solomon Georges, and he was taking these amazing photographs that were going viral on the Internet. And so I talked with him. In fact, during the interview, he was in Odessa when I interviewed him and you could hear bombs uh, falling outside of his hotel. So, uh, you know, people like that. We talked about to a University of Michigan plastic surgeon who was transporting thousands of surgical items to the uh, to the Ukraine uh, to be used. I, I spoke with a young woman who was an attorney who uh, whose family lives here. Parts of her family live here in the Detroit area. So she's an attorney in Ukraine, but she relocated her company, relocated her out of that country uh, to a nearby country. And while she was there, she'd do her attorney stuff during the day. And at night, she was working on these clandestine shipments of um, both military and medical supplies, like night goggle visions and so on, wow. and and arranging for their transport over the border. There was also another story about a, a, a gentleman who... Um, his dream was, he was a former journalist here in the Detroit area, and his dream was to open a bed and breakfast in Poland. And so he went and bought this ancient, like hundreds of years old uh, oh, building. Yeah. And, you know, here, you know, and he and his wife set to, you know, bringing this back up to uh, its former grandeur. And then the war breaks out in Ukraine. And the two of them looked at each other and said, you know what? We're so close to the border. We need to bring refugees in here. That's right. They can, so he yeah. converted their castle into yeah. a, a refugee yeah. apartment complex. Yep. And and the people would circulate in and out. They'd have children and they'd have adults. And uh, I said, well, do you speak Ukraine? And he says, well, no, I, I I speak only some Polish. But, you know, he goes, when we get everybody around the table, we kind of, between all of us, between yeah. a little English, a little Polish, a little Ukraine, we kind of get the job done and understand one another. So these were the stories we told. It was over several weeks that we that i did this uh, great series and congratulations that's such a thank you very proud of it proud of the story all right uh, let's talk to aaron call he's the director of debate at the university of michigan debate program on site right now where the republican candidates minus donald trump will be facing off of the second gop debate aaron what can you tell us about things uh, getting started getting prepared for tonight yeah, it's great to be back with you. It's a beautiful day out here in, in California. And as you mentioned, uh, we're going to have seven candidates uh, debating for two hours tonight at the Reagan Library. And in the front runner, uh, Donald Trump is, is in Michigan. So certainly uh, 
a unique situation, and the uh, the candidates are going to have to do um, everything possible to try to distinguish themselves and narrow a very substantial gap that exists uh, right now. Uh, and and we want to remind our listeners that we're going to be carrying both Donald Trump's uh, comments this evening in Oakland, uh, excuse me, Macomb County, as well as the debate starting at nine o'clock. Our coverage will start at about eight, eight fifteen, eight thirty, right in that area. So, Aaron, can you tell? I mean, obviously, we've established that these debates can go on without Donald Trump. Clearly, that we know that now after that first debate. Uh, so, what do the candidates have? to prove in round two who who has the most to lose who has the most to gain in your view yeah i think starting with uh florida governor ron DeSantis um has a lot of pressure and a lot to lose coming into this he started out very strongly but you know has really not caught fire uh on the trail and you know was hoping that it'd be a two-person race with trump but clearly that's not been the case he didn't really take any any fire attack in, in Milwaukee, and so I think this this night will be different, and a lot more people will be, um, you know, looking out for him. And I think the same is true of Nikki Haley. She was someone that didn't wasn't polling very well, didn't have a lot of expectations in the first debate, but now has um, done really well after her first performance. So she's got to show that that wasn't a fluke or a one-off, yeah. and, and that she can consistently do that, um, you know, to to kind of, and that she's in it for the long run. Aaron, what do you think about the the notion that the debates, televised debates, even for the biggest job in the world, they just don't seem to be with the same as they used to be in terms of impact, the viewership? Uh, have we changed so much as a culture that the standard, you know, formal kind of debates, which are long gone in terms of format, and in the last, you know, big debates that we remember where everybody was participating, it was kind of a free-for-all on all sides. What, do you think things have changed that much for folks? Well, they definitely changed, and, you know, the society has changed. It used to be when you know, the big debates going back all the way to the 1960s, we only had a few television channels, and so, you know, everyone was watching because there had no alternatives, and now with the social media and everything else, there's just so many other options and distractions for the the voters, so you really have to, you know, pique their interest and may not get their full attention for two hours. But if there are any viral clips or kind of really strong um, parts of the debate that go well, it will be replayed over and over in a different social media ways that people can consume it. So the debates are still important. The Milwaukee debate, even though it didn't have Trump, ha- had an audience of about 13 million. The presidential debates, the two between Biden and Trump in, in 2020, had tens of millions uh, and, and were still very well received. So the way in which they're consumed is changing. It's obviously very unique that the front runners are not participating in the debates this time, but they're still the largest audiences that these candidates are ever going to get and be in front of. So they have to make the most of the opportunity, even though it may not be as impactful as it was years or decades ago. We only have just a minute left, uh, Aaron. If we could just quickly ch- touch on Vivek Ramaswamy. He came, uh, to, in my opinion, he came out as the darling of the last debate. What does he need to do tonight? Yeah, he was one of the three that I thought really benefited from the first debate. Um, I think what he needs to do is that he needs to not feel the need to interject himself or just kind of say controversial things just for the point of name recognition. He's reached the top tier of candidates. Um, he's, he's done much better. And so he shouldn't try to attract so many fire from every single candidate because while it's good to be out there and, and have a lot of notoriety, um, you also take a lot of shots. So he should try to minimize that exposure this time. Thank All you, right. Aaron. We're going to check back with with Aaron tomorrow, get kind of a recap of how things turn out tonight. And, boy, fastest two hours in my career. (laughs) 
Uh, but we will be back tomorrow. Jim Harper and Marie Osborne here on Paul W. Smith's Focus Show on News Talk 760 WJR. We'll talk to you guys then.